Hello. Welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your host, Mill Ivory, and I am so excited about today's conversation. I have a gorgeous, gorgeous guest today, Miss Francois. She is so freaking gorgeous. And guys, she's single. Let's just put it out there. So when you, when you hear her voice and you get turned on, um, it's going to be much deeper than that. You're going to have to come a little better than that. Um, this lady has it going on, baby. She's an author. She's a talk show host. And she have so much advice that she can give you guys. And and I'm just going to be honest. I was honest with her. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I titled the podcast today, um, Keeping It Fresh or, or Walk Away, because she is an expert at, you know, helping you get over breakups. So we definitely need to talk about that. But I wanted to talk about keeping it fresh because see, she's single. So I wanted to see, you know, to throw a little gems out there, little teasers. So y'all can see, you know, what she working with. Miss Francois. Yes, my dear. Hello. Hi. I like how you have that extra sexy going on when you, you introduced me. That was very sexy. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. And yes, guys, I'm single. Even if I'm sitting down, I'm five, five, brown eyes and caramel complexion. Total perfection. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love her energy, guys. I love her <laughs> energy from the first communication. I love it. <laughs> So, Ms. Francois, tell, tell the Closed Door Conversation fam a little bit about yourself. A bit about myself. Well, first of all, my name is Patrice Francois, but I go by Miss Francois. That's M-S-S. I know I didn't misspell it. That's for multi-talented and super sexy. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You know what? I didn't even ask you that and I seen that too. Okay. So what the, I, the main thing that I presently do now, I do host a TV show called The Miss Francois Show, where basically we have candid conversations, a variety of entertainment, and I use humor to help everyone, including myself, with their dysfunctional relationships. So that's basically what I do do in a nutshell. But overall, anything having to do with relationships, no, no hours that people don't ask me how to keep a man, don't ask me about anything about staying in a relationship because I'm not good at that, but I'm good at Get, getting over a relationship pretty quickly okay so that's what i'm exporting because sometimes people like to say oh help me with this i, I don't know can i help I'm you single. With i'm single <laughs> but i can tell you how, how to let them go and keep it going that's what you got for them. exactly <laughs> so i'm just curious and this is for me and i i don't use video in my podcast right now but i will be putting clips up on my social medias so when people see how gorgeous you are they gonna want to know why you single. Oh, oh that's a question. Yes. <laughs> we absolutely oh, want so, to know. Are you too, are you too good at walking away? My, <laughs> that could be a point too. But I think in the past I was too good at staying too long was the issue. And I always like to tell people: first of all, it was all in with me. It's me not being worthy enough, me not thinking I'm pretty enough or smart enough. And a lot of times, however you feel about yourself, that's what you attract. So I wasn't attracting the right people in my life because I needed to do the personal development within me. But just so you know, I'm good now. 
So there's a line, okay? So now that I reached this far in my personal development, not any and anyone could just jump in. Right, So, right. you know, now I have, to, I should be picking and choosing before I was just taking anything in. So and I'm that's pasting why. myself. So in case you're watching, yes, I, I'm ready now. Okay. So I think people ask me that all the time too. And when I tell people, when they ask me, Mia, why are you single? You gorgeous. I'd be like, cause I'm not willing to settle for the bullshit. Like I'm at a place in my life till you have to meet me there or above. I need my man to uplift me and empower me. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I tell yeah, to add to your life. Cause a lot of men these days is like, I met a guy once recently talking about, oh, why you women don't want to work with me. I'm like, if you can't work on yourself, why am I working with you? At certain points, you should have gotten certain things together. We always could have more goals to go for, but we supposed to be adding to each other life. Kind of st- this is not a that kind of job okay we need a career now right so my, yeah it, it, i'm not sure how old you are and i'm not gonna ask you because it's rude to ask a woman her age but for you me you can ask me my age because girl i look amazing okay well <laughs> i'm 40 check me 42 gonna be 43 in like two weeks oh my god i'm older than you <laughs> so i tell people in my age i would have been in the younger days able to work um, with the man, you know what I'm saying? We're going yeah, to grow We're going to grow together. But at this point I'm already grown. So I need you to be grown too, like grown, grown. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. And so <laughs> we're going to grow from that point. We're not gonna, I don't want to have to lift you up, pull you up. Of course, a woman being the rib and a man being the king, you're going to have to support your king. You're going to have to be able to support him and acknowledge him in things that he's going through. But what I mean is you got to have some, like you mentioned the goals, like you got to have something going for yourself. We're not, mm-mm. we're not 16. Like I always remember, you know, when you're like 20 and under you hold hands, you go to McDonald's, you're just happy. He likes you. And that's it. We're all fine. We hang out at his house, maybe whatever. No, by now you should have built something for yourself. You should have, if you didn't have an education, you should have worked towards something. You should have something saved up. Just come with something now. We, we both come should be with coming something. with something. Right. This is, I'm not 16. We're not going to come it, over and watch a movie. Why is it me and our age, like they don't have it together? <laughs> Girl, if I didn't know that right now, I would have like two or three men right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah yeah you can, yeah I, I mean I agree because they out there they out there now yeah I think it's got, even getting somewhat frustrating and now that some people want to say oh we just too independent and blah 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 I get that but I'm like I always say I don't need a man but I want a man everybody so, wants I, a man I, I think exactly but a lot of you know sometimes I have to say sometimes women should kind of calm it down a little because you know that a woman ah, da, 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 calm down well, yeah, you know, something that I learned in my previous relationship is, and this is maybe something you'd be able to extend the conversation on. I learned that it's okay to be a strong woman because if that's your personality, that your man will support you in that. But you have to also learn how to be the woman in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So what you do outside of work outside of your relationship is fine. You go, you be the boss, you do this, you do that, you call the shots. But when it comes time to come home to your man and make decisions about your home and your relationship, you need to be the woman. And once I learned that role though, oh my God, I was in love. Like, I don't be wanting to make no decisions. Now, babe, what we doing? 
you know <laughs> yeah, but you know what i also realized too when the longer we stay independent and start to do everything our own and again this is this is could be blamed on so many different things but because me for me myself being that i'm been doing so much for so long it it, it i need to adjust certain things myself because i'm the kind of person now like i need my space don't talk to me too long don't ask me where i'm going when i'm coming back you pay my bit. so that and all you need to pull back a bit and you know, yeah. I still let a man be a man. You have to let a man be a man. But it's so crazy that you say that because some women will be like, oh, like you said, like, are you paying my bills? But you got something that be like, that ain't no problem. Here you go. Mm. <laughs> Here you go. And I have this thing that I always tell people and I want to get into your book, but I have this thing that I always tell people, if you don't fuck feed or finance me, you have nothing that you can say to me. I'm stealing that. Nothing. <laughs> You know, because that means you're not even important enough for me to be. Ha- you, Why are you in this conversation right now? Mm. You don't have an input on my life. You're not doing any of those things. Th- those are the main things. If you allow a person to have sex with you, that means you feel some type of way about that person. Right. Exactly. You you trust them in some aspect to allow them to penetrate you. Right. OK. Trying to get me horny on the show. I don't understand. Oh, that's all it takes to get you horny, girl. Girl, I ain't got some in a while. <laughs> oh, so I'm not going to say shameless plug, but I need to get, um, I'm going to do a survey on you, Miss Francois, because I also sell sex toys. So I'll send you a box. How about that? I love that. I love, yeah. I love me so, some Mel Ivory. <laughs> what, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to go on my website and we'll talk off mic. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you with some things. Awesome. <laughs> but um, for anyone else that's interested in any of the adult toys that I have, it's a to z creations.com and you click on the menu and go to kinky corner. I like and, how you do the whole thing, kinky corner. <laughs> I, see, listen, I have a habit of my face. I talk with my face and my hands, like I make some of the craziest facial expressions. And so <laughs> My audience is audio only right now, so they can't see that. But people that know me, I'm sure they like, oh, she making some kind of crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I can't help it. I just be feeling like, especially if I'm in a professional setting, I just be like trying to control that, you know, because yeah, they they don't be wanting to see that. (laughs) But I'll talk off mic about that um and give you the information on that because I love I, I love you. So let's talk about your book. What's the name of the book? Your book. Oh, well, I wanted to see. Here yeah, you said the name of the book. How I'll say it is let that fuck man go. <laughs> exactly. Cause I because <laughs> I tell everyone you just wanted everybody. to hear me say it, Miss yes, Francois. You, you wanted me to put that, you know. <laughs> some people say let that beep beep man go because everybody is different. It's five plus ways to get in over a breakup. Right. And a lot of people say, why did I put all those, you know, signs in the middle of like that? And I'm like, when you get over, you're just coming out of a relationship or you're going through something in a relationship, you're not in the happiest of moods. So I left that there for however you want to feel, you get to express it. So if that's the oh. word you want to use, that's the word you want to use. Let It could be let that effing man go, let that stupid man go. That's up to you. But you're just angry. I just you know? don't like the word stupid. Rarely, like when my <laughs> kids were growing up, I'd never let them use stupid. I think like stupid is such a negative word. 
But if we're honest, there are fuckboys. There are many fuckboys. There are grown men. Like nobody ain't gonna say, K. Michelle didn't motherfucking hit gold when she said you can't raise a man. Because there's a lot of men out here that's boys. I girl, I know. That's hence I'm still single. So the oh, and me too, babe. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but the fact that he said, um, that you said that fuck man go. Were you just relating it to the age or what made you choose that title? So it, it, again, it's just come from frustration. So it's like you just come out of relationships. Just let that freaking man go. It, you just want to get some, hust- you, you, you just pent up, you're angry. So it's just to get some frustration out. Because a lot of men sit, taught my book because of the title was something like I'm bashing men. And I'm like, the book has nothing to do with bashing men. It's more about empowering women and making them remember themselves and what's important at the end of the day if you don't love yourself you can't love anybody else if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of anybody else so but it was just letting letting all that aggravation just go by just seeing the title of the book and just stepping into that next chapter in your life kind of thing miss francois i love that you say that because the reason i just recorded a show that's actually I have it scheduled to post tonight, actually, about body positivity. And one of the main things to me I wanted to bring out is being body positive, you have to love yourself first. So you cannot think negatively about yourself and love yourself. It just don't go together. And you admitted and said some things about working on yourself and things that you had to do to make you better, which is part of self-love and self-improvement. And I love that you admitted that like out loud. You know what I'm saying? Like some people won't say I have to work on myself. They, they won't, but it's a process. And part of growth is admitting that you're not perfect. Exactly. And even in relationships and stuff is taking responsibility for certain things. Because a lot of times when you come out of a relationship, guy or girl, we tend to always look at the other person on all the things they didn't do and should have done, so forth and so on. But at the end of the day, it always takes two. So you do play a part. Right. You know, but we do forget that. And one of the things that I did like what I did with my book, and I got this from other people too, that before I even went to because it's like a book slash journal. Mm-hmm. So towards the beginning, I spoke, you know, I said some things about myself, some things that I even went back and be like, why did I put that in there? Um, maybe my cousin you was like, do that, even do that on your talk show. Cause like on my podcast, I'd be like revealing stuff about myself. And then I'd be like, you know how you make a mistake. You'd be like, uh, Ooh, like, Oh, did I really just say that? Like, and it's out there now. It's like, okay, whatever. I, but- I know, but the good news is I did get like good feedback being that I was being vulnerable. I was being authentic because a lot of times, even when people supposedly are expert in something feel they always put forth, Oh, this is how beautiful these better roses is so forth and so on. But I put in there like certain things I've been through certain things. Some people would never mention. Right. <laughs> right. But it's, it's a way of you getting to know me because to me, you shouldn't be taking no advice or listening to anybody unless you have a little understanding of who that person is or where that person came from. And Absolutely. that's why I do myself read like a lot of biographies and autobiographies because you see people doing amazing things now, but you do not know the struggle they've been through. Because I saw this um, meme or something recently where it says, you know, you keep you jealous of the crown that I have on my head or whatever. You want to take my crown because it's so shiny and nice, but you have no idea how heavy it is. So okay. it's like, I, you know, give me back my crown because you can't lift it. So, right. you know, so at least I just want people to get inside of who I am before they 
continue to read the book. So that was one of the things that I look back and be like, oh my God, but I'm still glad I did it. It's already published, so I can't take it back. I'm glad you did it. Tell my people where they can find your book at though. So it's on Amazon. And I always tell people just look up my name, MSS Francois, and it'll, it'll definitely pop up. Sassy and sexy. Oh my God. That is so lit. That is so lit. That is so lit. So um I just have a few questions because when a person breaks up, okay, do you feel like there's a right way to break up with a person? Because I know that in your book you said ways to break up. So you feel like there's a way to break up? Oh, my mine says five ways of getting over a breakup. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's no, I don't care who, what expert, who you who you're listening to, there's no really right way to break up. Breakups breakups are gonna be hurtful. Yes, we people will be like, oh, it's all about communication. If some two people been in a relationship for six months, 10 years, whatever the case might be, there's emotional attachment, there's sexual attachment, mental attachment, physical attachment. I don't care what you try to do, somebody is gonna get hurt. And even the person trying to pretend they're not hurt and they're above all of this and they whatever, they're human being at some point in time, maybe they might need therapy because they might have a breakdown. You don't know what you could pretend to be okay for now with, and then later on you have a breakdown. So to me, there's no real right way to break up with someone. It's, it's, it's a um, process, I think. I was in a relationship for 11 years. I was engaged and I just knew this man was going to be my husband, but some things happened and it was all me though. It was all me. Like I have, really? a, I have a child that suffers with depression and it was his first attempt on his life. And I'm really being vulnerable right now. Oh my God. You just make people tell on themselves. (laughs) Um, So I just, I couldn't handle that. As a woman, as a mother, I could not handle that. And this was the first time, even in my relationship that I did not open up to my partner. Like usually that is like my absolutely best friend. Like I could tell him anything. We can do Mm -hmm. everything. And because I closed myself out because I didn't know how to handle it. And that basically was the end all to our 11 year relationship. Like I literally came home. You know how you be like emotionally drained? Yes. I literally, I had was so emotionally drained and he was so loving and so understanding, but I was so like, fuck you, leave me alone. Like in my own head, you know, not, not trying to be bothered. One day I came home from work and I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. Wow. And the look on his face haunts me to this day. Um, but we actually, we're good now. Yeah, you're good now. <laughs> it was a process, but when we exactly. talk about it, we finally, <laughs> we finally got the nerve to talk about it four years later. Yeah, and, and again, again, you even walking away like that, you have your own things to deal with. Oh, he, yeah. You don't know what exactly stuff he going through. That's why I said there's no right way. It's still hurtful for somebody. Either both really parties hurtful. or one really helpful. So like, what would, cause I went through this thing, like it took him a while to start dating. But once he started dating, like, even though I broke up with him, like he was always there for me. Like I could text him and be like, Oh, what do you think about this? Or what do you, I'm gonna call you back. I'm at the movies. And so I'm like, you at the movie <laughs> with who I'm on a date. He would tell me like, you know, I'd be like, cool. So then I'm in my feelings and I'm mad and I have an attitude, but what would you give a person? What would you, what advice would you give a person that broke up in that manner? The best way for them to get over themselves, to take it where, cause I took it, 
I was really in a selfish place and I can admit that now, but I would literally be fire mad with him because he out doing other things or like he, my man, like you're not texting me right back. Like, <laughs> but, it was, but you, you said it yourself. It, it's, it's a process, you know? And I think it's a, still a lot of healing from your own personal stuff that you have to go through with whatever you're dealing with. And to me, with the added relationship of that whole situation, that's a whole other process. And people always look down on therapy and all these things. And even if that's something that scares someone, because it scares a lot of Black people for some reason, mm. my thing is is people who are in your circle. I'm, I'm big on, I don't like BFF because I always say best friend, sleep with your man, right? But like oh. I have a friend that comfort, conf, so I rather the word confidence. That's like, you know, that's that person that listens because you right. have the friends that you start to talk and they talking over you and they trying to tell you how you should do it and they ain't got no man and they ain't got, they haven't even been in that kind of situation. But having the right circle, a right support group, and it, no one is saying it had to be 10 people. It could be that one person. I always like how the fact that Oprah herself always says she has never had therapy but because she, she had Gail. Compared to Gail has had lots of therapy. Because everyone wow. is different. But if you have the right support around you, again, nothing going to change in a week. But at least having that there is a step in the right direction. And it's going to take time. And sometimes people beat up themselves and expect, oh, in a month, it'll be fine. It's going to take time. Yeah, it takes time. And then when you're dealing with the kids and everybody else, it was a big thing. But I am blessed to whereas I live in South Carolina, but I'm originally from Texas. So I don't have... a barely well now because that's a whole other situation I have my sister here now but before my sister and my cousin moved here it was just me and my kids and so I take my friendships very serious because my friends are like family and I was just blessed to have honest friends like my friends would just tell me like they don't even care like girl you full of shit like you so wrong for that like what were you thinking and one of them like she absolutely loved my ex she was like oh I can't believe you did my my boy like that like why we didn't talk about that before you did that like you just did it <laughs> like yeah so um so that being said I, when we broke up I kind of said oh, well, we're just going to, like, I don't want to break up with you because I was really afraid of losing my best friend. Like, I am that person. When I'm in a relationship, it's just me and him. Like, I have my friends and I go do whatever I do with my friends, but that's that's the person I go to tell law. That's the person I feel like a person should be most vulnerable with. Yeah. But how do you feel? Because I know you mentioned about helping people um, keep a long distance relationship fresh, right? Yes. So... <laughs> Have you ever dated long distance? Girl, <laughs> I have done it all. I have had long distance re relationship. Definitely. I've had it in foreign country. I've had it in different states or whatever the case might be. I, I don't want any more now. <laughs> he needs to be next door. Okay. He needs to be 15 minutes drive away or something like that. Okay. okay. But, but it is hard. And I think the first thing they need to do, once they both decide this is what they want, especially on the woman's side, you have to understand, think about it. Your man don't mind cheating when you live next door. So not to say that the person, because to me, you could cheat if you live far away in another country, you could cheat when you're next door. If you want to do something, you could do something. I don't care who you are. It don't take but, all day to do nothing. Exactly. But if you decide to be in a, a, a long distance relationship, it's a decision. It's a choice. So, I mean, just talk to the person, communicate the whole situation, make sure this is what you want. Because people get all these butterflies and get all this excitement when you now start talking to someone. And as the days and weeks and months pass, 
you 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 get frustrated because we women tend to be very emotional creatures. You when something happens at work or you get in a fight with someone, you want to come home, get a hug, curl up under someone, and the phone doesn't always do it. So that's why I say that's not for everyone in the first place. So know what you're doing, have a plan that if it's going to be in six months, if it's going to be in one year, when you are going to definitely get together. Once you all know that, then then in between, you have lots of things you can do. This is 2029. This is not 2021. This is not 1962 when you don't have phones. or You know, it have sexting, it have video calls. But besides the, the things that people should obviously partake in, because some people, I some women I know are very shy. They're like, I don't know about video and doing all that stuff. If you want to keep your man, you better figure out a way to like that stuff. Otherwise, you need to not get in any long distance relationship. That's but I, I'm having a show about masturbation. There's so many people that's ashamed to even admit they masturbate. Exactly. And and I, I think like, that's normal stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so the, I said so people are just ashamed. It's like taboo. It's like, oh my God, you're not going to hell kind of situation. So people just trying not to talk about it. It makes them uncomfortable. But that's why I said, that's why I said in the beginning, before I even said anything about how to keep that relationship exciting. Just know what you're doing because it's not for everybody. But one of these things I found in long distance relationship, is, which is a positive, is you get you talk so much more, you video call so much more that you're getting to know the person a lot more. You know, you're getting to see when a person mad, they talk to you. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. You, you get to find out their real dislikes, so on and so on. You, it forces you to pay attention. I think exactly because and you know, one of the things that I realized they have like even games out there it have like this particular I think it's called skin deep so they have even different different levels of the relationship so if you now started dating have the, all these cards and you could ask questions it's it's really good it's more intimacy and getting to know that person if you're in a relationship if you want to take it a little kinky so all these little games and stuff you can play while it's fun you're still getting to another person like you said in a deeper level I think if you can get a person that's committed to you and you're committed to them, the biggest thing about a long distance relationship, and and I I know this is kind of taboo, but to me, communication is the key to everything. But the good thing I think about a long distance type of relationship is it does allow you to get to know the person better because you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention and you can tell in their tone if they're having a bad day. If you know what I'm saying, like you right. can tell. I know you have video calls, so you can even see it's not only voice alone. You can tell is you know, facial. So it's, it's, it's a, to me, it's a beautiful thing. I, the ones that I've had, it has been beautiful. It didn't last for whatever reason, but it, it was an experience that I definitely loved. I like how you skated over there, whatever reason. Do you think? And then your damn business. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> Miss Francois, you know me too well because you know I was finax. Why? Why, girl? Why? Guess you told me, didn't you? Check me but, the first one or the second one. <laughs> but you did learn that it's not for you. So No, at, at, this, at this point in my life, no, it's not for me. When I was younger, I had one when I was younger and I had one when I was, a, you know, like a, a, maybe a year ago, but it's definitely not for me. I think that has run its course. Like what I want, I want my man yesterday. Oh, I, it's, it's, it's so crazy being successful and being gorgeous. Like it, people don't get it. Like some people, like they tell me I've, I have pretty girl syndrome. Like 
guys that try to talk to me, they say I have pretty girl syndrome. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, you think you better? I don't, first of all, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. If you knew my story, if you took the time to get to know me, then you would know I'm definitely but, not, but that's a reflection that in the person person who is talking to you because people always people assume I have a line of men just waiting for me like people just assume a bunch of things they they believe oh my god she must be paid she must be doing this and I'm like I am I'm like a homebody like I'm actually an introvert like people get shocked when I said certain things but same thing like you said if you took the time to have a conversation I'm mad cool I'm not people say oh she must be high maintenance me are you my God, I'm the kind of person, I'm adventurous. I'm the one hiking, doing Spartan races, doing all the crazy stuff, jumping out of planes, like the fun, crazy stuff. I'm not the one in the high heels going to dinner on Saturday. I can't, oh, that's just so overrated. Take oh, me for I'm, some ice cream. I'm the high heel, bitch. <laughs> you see? So she has a pretty girl syndrome. Listen. Okay? You no. could just take me in a park and buy me some ice cream. Yeah, look, Listen. you might actually get some. See, I'm not even that hard. Listen, <laughs> don't do that. Like, I, I don't, I don't think the I think sometimes like I'm really like a normal person, but I enjoy dressing up. Right. It's just yeah, what no, I do. I Girl, so, your idea, I do. Right. There's so, a time and place for everything. Right. So, you know, sometimes I want to dress up and look good for my man. Shit. You might come home and I don't have on nothing but heels. Okay. Ah. Period. So, I mean, I get all of that, but my thing is, I feel like that for you to say that a person have a pretty girl syndrome because you can't keep my attention. That's yeah, not that's my problem. It's a, right. It's a reflection on them. They have issues. Maybe they need to continue to work on themselves. So it has nothing to do with you. Because even if you had a pretty girl syndrome and so right. what? So I was doing this <laughs> research. I did a little bit of research before our recording because I was like trying to figure out like the best way to break up because I was like just ask you some questions. And one of the things was like one of the worst things you can do to a person is ghost a person. I'm an habitual. I have not done that at all. Wow. We are so different. I am an (laughs) habitual ghoster. Oh, you mean that is me you're the one that just sat up here talking about communication and i believe in communication i do and then you ghost the people because i am very particular about my time okay so i work full-time i podcast i i run two businesses so mel, if I, that's, a, that's mel first of all you're giving me a line of excuse before you tell me what go straight into it that those are excuses man well i ghost motherfuckers if i already feel like we not vibing is that better for you if we can't vibe you can do the dumbest shit like I, I, listen how can you help me how can i come to you as my partner for business advice and talk to you if you can't even fucking spell right yeah, but if you know somebody, what's funny though listen what, if know, somebody i have ghosted somebody i promise you they text me um like something stupid like they use too wrong like like t-o-o instead of t-o and i blocked their ass and deleted them like no we're not doing that okay <laughs> like, i don't want you to be given any advice about communication from this day forward okay no i listen i'm good with communication but i at the same time i'm like hey michelle i ain't out there trying to raise nobody man i ain't trying to raise no man no grown-ass boys so I'm why can't you just say this to the person or be polite about it at this point in I, time i mean i can't kind of- because listen this person is so crazy because he had like had his own business and shit but I was already skeptical and you can say what you want to say. I know you're going to have something to say about this because he was a mechanic. Okay. 
I have a thing about mechanics because I feel like I don't want, I, I get the thing about a hardworking man or whatever. Um, because like one of my, you know, one of my main boos, like I was in love with this man. He he worked at a steel company. So I knew that it's okay to be dirty. I'm not mad at you being a hardworking man, but the way you clean up is different. You know how some mechanics be walking around with them dirty ass nails and oh, stuff? Nail. Don't touch me. I have a thing about hands because I like to be touched. Yeah, and you're I, not no, gonna totally touch me with that. So I will ghost. I, I will not even give you my phone number. So anyway, he wasn't that person though. So let me just say that he wasn't that person. But you run in a business, a successful business. He's in Charlotte, North Carolina. And you do pretty good, right? Which I don't really ask people their financial situation. I just know from our vibe and from our conversation, kind of the type of person you are. Because if we go on mm-hmm. a date and we're getting to know you and you put me on a budget or some shit, yeah, I know you definitely not the one for me. Like, I already know we're not going to have a second date because, nigga, you can't even take me to dinner and I get what I want to get. Right. But but still, you could still say, well, you know, I don't think we're a match or at this point in time, you're like, oh, he called and texted three, four times. Oh, well, no, I don't even get the three or four texts because probably as soon as I pulled off, I blocked him. I'm a habitual ghoster. Yeah, yeah um, ma'am, the, the, I think there's <laughs> there's some I kind of meeting not, for you. No, I do not have time for that. So that's why I was interested in, you know, you saying you telling people how to break up with people, but that's not even a breakup. If we're dating, we getting to know each other. So You're if, an animal. If, <laughs> I I will admit I'm very protective of my heart and myself and my time. I make no apologies for that. None. And I may can do it better, but I feel like if we're dating, if you ask me for a date and we're going on a date to get to know me and I just feel like we wasn't vibing, then what the fuck are we doing? I'm like, why are we wasting time? Right. I, my dear, I'm, not, I agree with you. I'm not even texting you back. We I got agree a thousand percent, but you're like, bah, the end. Mm-hmm. You're not even like, well, because you know what? Maybe I should start to do like you because one time I tell this guy, I was like, at this point in time, I don't think we're a match, right? And oh, they want to keep, nice. they want to keep damn talking to you. No, and then- he went like, oh, you two deceitful, you this. And I'm like, okay. And, but you know what? I'm glad I did that because now I see the kind of person it was because all the time we were fine. But as soon as I said something you didn't like, because I didn't cost you anything, the, the true colors come out. So I'm glad that came. So that, that gave me a reason to ghost you. That gave me a reason to block you. But you already made up in your mind the reason your hands are too dirty. You, you spelled T to t-o-o instead of t-o i can't i can't live like this this is These ridiculous are just pet peeves of mine i cannot i'm not gonna say i cannot help it it uh, may be girl, some things that i need to work on i but, think god i think your name is eve and god made you first and you had to make adam because <laughs> i know where your man coming from i think i have a much better chance oh my god i think that god is gonna send me the right person and if God just said, don't call my name, Mel, don't call listen, my name. <laughs> I just had this conversation with my grandmother and my grandmother's in early dementia. Right. And she always tell me like, she'll forget that I'm not engaged anymore. I'm waiting to, when am I coming to your wedding in South Carolina? And I'm like, granny, I'm not engaged anymore. I'm not getting married. Well, God made Adam and Eve because he meant for the woman to be the real. He did that for a reason. A woman is not supposed to have to stand on her own. 
So then by her having dementia, we have the same conversation like six damn times, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, granny. Yes, ma'am. I, what you gonna say? Yes, ma'am. She 86, what I'm gonna say? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I wanna say, golly, like, let's not talk about that no more. I'm good with being single. If if that's what it is, I love me enough to be good. Like, it is what it is. Anything else gonna fall in place? I'm not out there looking for nothing. Are you actually actively dating or looking to date? No, girl, I'm all, because I look, I don't believe the mailman gonna come to my house and knock and be like, hey, my name is right. Patrice, what you doing? No, right. I do put myself out there regardless if it's online dating. I, even before before COVID, I, I honestly, last year with COVID, I think I've dated the most during COVID. That's the funny thing. Before then, I was always going to a bunch of conferences. To me, I was putting myself out there, but sometimes when you start to look, you obviously never find. But when you're not looking, especially during a time of COVID, they were just piling in. But again, I, I find myself also making excuses for certain people I date. And that's something I'm, I, again, we always are work in progress. So sometimes I'll date someone I already know I'm not attracted, don't like the person. I'm like, oh, maybe he'll grow on me. Maybe I'll try this. And then I realize, you know what? If I had to keep talking myself into stuff, I, well, I ain't doing like mail and ghosting them. Ghost their ass. <laughs> Ghost them. I'm like, let me just go forward. Again, no. no one is perfect, but I shouldn't have to be making excuses. You should not have to make people... excuses. You not should, should not have to make stuff up. You should not. Mm-hmm. If, if it's not flowing freely and authentically. Yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, and you know what? All you get and because you've been through so much different experiences. It's just exhausting. You know, so I'm definitely like recently I was like, ah, let me just say I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So like two people one time I was like, what? what? I mean, and you know what it is? You know what really gets to me is this weather. You see, when it becomes summer and you have look through your closet and have all these cute clothes you want to wear, not with your girlfriends, but mm-hmm. you want to wear with a guy because you want to run and jump and twirl around and be cute. Oh, and okay. I think it goes to my brain. So when summer comes, it's like, oh my God, I need a man. I need to go out on cute dates. I need to be seen together and we wear matching clothes. Like I'm that kind of female. In the winter, I don't give a You want to wear matching clothes with your boo? Yeah, I'm a, look, I'm, <laughs> look, I watch a lot of TV <laughs> back in the day, okay? So when no. you saw all those TV with all the cute little couples, I'm I'm one of those. Oh. Like we do we do stuff together and we hold hands and we walk and so the summer really messes me up. Right? I'm always doing at... stuff together. I'm all with that, but I don't know about that dressing alike and all of that. But look, look, I, I look. Let me dress the same, okay? At least I don't ghost people. Any questions? Okay. Um. <laughs> yes, I do have a question. <laughs> You tried to get me together though. What a hold up. So is it different for you dating though? Um, being that um that you're not from the States, is that different? Because you're Trinidad and right? Trinidad and Tobago are Trini accent, the 10 sexiest accents in the world. Okay. So first of all, with this accent alone, I think I gain extra men. Okay, because they just like to hear me talk or whatever the case might be. I think I more had an issue with my accent because I felt like I didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. But coming to find out everyone else likes it because it's di- you're different. Yes. So I think a lot of men, even women and all, is attracted to the fact that I, I stand I'm not out attracted to women, but I do. I have no issues with myself that I can't tell another woman that they look sexy, that they sound sexy. And you are gorgeous. And you yeah. can talk to me all fucking day. Like, we can talk all day. <laughs> like... <laughs> Really? I love it. And I'm sure you probably get yeah. that from me too, right? They just want to yeah. talk to me. 
And I was see with my hair short, I always get, oh my God, you must be extra confident if you could have that haircut and carry it with your attitude and then your accent and I get all this stuff. So I, I'm I'm good. I, I love who I, again, all this was a work in progress and I definitely love who I am now. And I think only because of, again, back to your experiences and how far you've come on all the personal development to a point it is kind of hard, harder dating, but at least I know exactly what it is that I want. So I should be wasting less time because sometimes when I think of some seven year relationship, two year relationship that I should have ended in a week and you kept, you just stayed in for whatever reason at that point in time, you know, only you get tight. Like you said, your time is important. So why waste time with people? <laughs> no. And I'm not, I don't see you make me feel bad a little bit. Yeah, you should feel bad. No, just just for a smidget, just for a smidget. And then it's like, okay, whatever. But <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I don't never feel like ghosting is a bad thing because one of the things about dating is to get to know a person, right? And so I, sometimes I don't always, but I'm just going to be honest. Like, I'm not like, well, I'm not going to say I'm not ratchet when it comes to, I'm ratchet when it comes to men. Like when, what I mean ratchet is I don't serial date. I don't like talk to people, but the few people that I do allow in my space, um, either I'm rocking with you or I'm not like I may, because I am single. So I may take a date, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know if it's old school that I like to deal with who I deal with. If that makes sense. No, I get it. Like I've spoken like on my show, I talked to a lot of relationship experts and therapists and whatever. And a lot of them, when it comes to dating, they say you should date multiple people at 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 the same time and the only issue every to me everyone is different that might work for a lot of people and maybe there is scientific research behind it that's the right thing to do with me if I'm dating 10 people and you like one out of the 10 the nine people that keeps calling you, you're gonna look at that phone like nah, nah. but then you're gonna be staring at the phone for the 10 persons so to me no matter what all your 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 you mentally you just focus on one person or the person you like the most so I'm like I I can't do that 10, yeah. 10 people it's it's, too hard. no it's too hard not if you if you're dating how can how can you I don't I never I know they say that and I actually had a show on that about dating the importance of dating and I did do research that said that you should date more than one person but people don't understand that dating and sex is two different things you don't have to be intimate with a person to be dating a person yeah, and I think idea. that's the biggest misconception in today's world, if we're quote unquote dating, then we're having sex. And that's not necessarily the case. We well, a lot just... of the men want to be having sex and they think that's dating. And that's not I, dating. I can't, meet, I can't meet your parents or your kids, but we could have sex, right? Mm. You can't meet my parents. You can't meet my kids. You don't know what my favorite color is. You don't even know my birthday, but you want to get in these pants. Exactly. It's, it's so no, sad. Sir. No, sir. We're not going to do that. It's really sad. No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) It's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. So I was just wondering about that because I was just like, okay, well, how does that work with you? You know, I didn't know if it made a difference because with you being from Trinidad, like, do you feel like you look for men that was brought up on is like the morals that you were raised on? Oh, hell, girl. Hell yeah. Nothing against the American men, but I'm speaking from my own experience. So I don't care if you dislike me or whatever the case might be. Right. First of all, I'm in New York. Right. And which part I live with does tend to have a lot of Caribbean people. So what if I had a choice, I would want someone with at least Caribbean parents. They don't have to be born in one of the Caribbean country, but at least have a Caribbean upbringing and I also I find a lot of down south people have a certain they have somewhat of the same kind of upbringing but the experience I have with American American New Yorker men 
and like the hollering and the, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay. So I would rather someone with a Caribbean background. Are you think that, like, that Caribbean men are more calm than American men? Yes, they are. So my, well, I know about the Jamaican. They are a little rough around the edges. Jamaicans, but you know what's funny? Jamaican scary. Jamaican like, male. I love a man that can take control, but Jamaicans be like on a 20. Like, uh-uh. right. But the you make me feel thing. like you make me feel like I'm a slave. We're going to go ahead and right. sit your ass down over here. And it's like, but that's the same thing. I, I The same uh, thing that scares me about the Jamaican man is the same thing I like because. They they wrap around the edges, but they're confident. They they could have they no very... job. They could have one shoe on a one shirt, but they're confident in that stuff. So that has a little sexiness in it. But I'm like, I can't. I can. They're too. But rare. if, if too... you're not, if they too aggressive. It's they too, too aggressive. Like I feel scary. like you're too aggressive for me. Like somebody may like, and they and let me tell you, girl, they love big girls. Okay, <laughs> they love big girls, and they just feel like I I. Like I said, I'm from Texas, so I'm in Houston. And this one guy was like, oh, you're so gorgeous. I never seen nobody so beautiful like you before. Come over here, let's eat. Nigga, you don't know me like the fuck. They be caught. Yo, I don't know. I said, the confidence, I the confidence is a little that. sexy, but I'm not the one that you're going to tell what to do like that. I'm like, But you know what it is? I always say if they could be doing that for so many years and this is something part of their culture, obviously it works. So I always say, you know what? I can't be mad at them if it had been working for them, maybe with their Jamaican woman. I don't know. I'm but good, I'm love. like, that don't work for me. Because I'm no, like, I'll be walking in the street. Hey, girl, you fat, boom, boom, come here. And I'm like, oh, I say I went to school, you know, and I read a book. So right. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I just keep it moving. And they don't feel like that's offensive. They feel like they're giving you a compliment. Yes. And, and I, I personally take offense to people yelling shit at me. <laughs> like, why are you screaming? Like, well, you know, that's definitely not going to work for me. Walk so I even to me told someone, I said, I'm going to avoid Jamaican men. But every time that someone talks to me, I would say 90% of the time they're Jamaican. And I don't know, it's like how, most of New York just have Jamaicans in it. I go, oh, which part I live? I live in Queens. Thank God I didn't live in Brooklyn because my God. But that's what, but that's what you attract that energy, though. Maybe, well, maybe. it's the, maybe it's the energy. Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe you've been a strong, confident woman. Maybe they feel maybe it's like you attract that energy because it's crazy at how demanding they are. But they like women to be confident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, true. So, it's like, does it does it make you feel more manly because you bossing me around? And I'm really that one that be like, who are you talking to? Who are you playing with? Go fight somebody. <laughs> yeah, like you're not gonna do this to me. <laughs> and I go in the kitchen and cook. <laughs> yeah. Go cook, go cook me some dinner. Who? <laughs> some curry goat. <laughs> I'll be cooking for my man though. So I ain't gonna even gonna cap because I well, that's fine. Once you you see the thing, the only thing I think we have is don't tell me to go do it <laughs> that's yeah. the problem yeah 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 so you know i yeah more or less like are you cooking dinner tonight bae or or do we need to grab right. something yeah give me an option even though i know i'm cooking for you the whole exactly. time exactly <laughs> just give me an option make me feel like you know you exactly. you you're being considerate of me <laughs> oh my god that's funny people do not people do not so if there were, and we get into the close of the conversation. Yeah. So if we had to sum up in five words, 
how a person would describe you or how you would describe yourself to someone, what would that be? What would those five words be? Five words, really? You, you couldn't just email this to me so I could have time to think about it. No, because I like you to, I, I like to catch you off guard. See, That's fine. See, see that just big, hold on, that big, see y'all, my audience won't see this. I don't think I'm gonna post this, this, cause I don't do the whole video, but y'all should see this big old smile on her face. <laughs> and then she rolled her eyes at me, like in her head, she was saying like, bitch, really? But she didn't say that. She just was like, okay. <laughs> That's a professional in you though. But I, I read facial expressions because I am a facial expression talker. Exactly. <laughs> but five separate words. That's that's not too bad. Passionate, I think, would be the first thing because everyone say I'm very passionate about any and everything that I do. I'm very supportive. I'm multi-talented because I have I'm very talented. Oh damn it, touch myself. Hold on, oh. wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Tell me about these talents, because honey, you got a little shiver. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, oh my so- God. is it something hidden? I mean, let's put it out there because the, you know, close door conversations. We busted those down. We want to know all the goods. So, what what's these talents that got you so excited? No, but multi talented. As far as my show, I do. I I won like contests in Toastmasters and humorous contests. I have done like all Broadway stuff. I've written a book right now. I'm putting together a course having to do with the last book, let that effing man go. So I'm multi-talented. I'm always doing something and just going to the next level. So I'm oh. multi-talented. Okay. Okay. I like yeah. And that. I'm good at giving a head to, but anyway, side story. Oh. <laughs> okay. You threw that head in. Okay. So it's passionate. It's supportive. So you're passionate about giving head. I'm (laughs) I'm passionate about everything. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you're passionate about that, you know how much skills that is? That's skills. Okay. I absolutely (laughs) agree. (laughs) Go ahead. Sexy. And I think I'm very, I'm very giving. Okay. Giving. I love that. I love that you're confident. And what a lot of people don't understand is most people, they think that people that are confident and self-aware, because I think you're very self-aware, are selfish people. And and we're not. I'm very self-aware, but I'm not a selfish person. Like I would do anything I can to help anybody. And what I love is you are big on empowering. And so that's one of the things that I'm huge on. That's one of the reasons why I have this podcast, because I want to talk about things. I, I think I pick topics and I try to pick things so that people can know, regardless of who you are, there's somebody out there going through it as well, right? Mm. Love yourself, accept yourself for who you are. You cannot look for validation from the outside. It has to come from the inside. And that, that song's easy when you say, but that's a hard thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes time and be patient with yourself. And, you know, I'm just going to put this out there for you, Miss Francois. I feel like you need to write a book on that. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go, go, like go ahead and put that in the, in the atmosphere. If you don't do a book, you need to add a course because even like you've been dropping gems on here today about the self-awareness and the things that you've done. And it's not that you did it intentionally. Mm. It's just things that you did through your struggle and learning to empower yourself. Mm. And someone would greatly appreciate that information. That's awesome. Thank you. I'll definitely take notice. Because one thing I definitely tell people, like you see me now, but again, just like you said, some people don't know your story. So I like to say because of my show and what I do in terms of relationships is that I took my pain and made it my purpose. You know, it's amazing. 
I love you that. <laughs> I love that. And that's what people tell me. I like, that's what I think with my podcast. Like one day, I think I really just need to sit and do a podcast and just do snippets of everything that I've been through. Like I'm so passionate about you mentioned the therapy, especially in the black community, because I have a child that suffered from depression. It's like everything that I thought that couldn't happen to me or, oh, that wouldn't be me. God okay. showed me. That's why I say never say never. I, I, I used to not like gay people. My sister, which was always my best friend growing up, gay. <laughs> I didn't show about that. So I had to work through that. I had to learn from that. Yeah. I always thought depression wasn't a real thing. I thought people was fake. And I have a child that's a bipolar depression. So, yeah, know. but see, that's another thing with like mindset and stuff. Anything that you don't you don't like or don't want, it always gravitates to you. Right. And 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 not knowing that in the past, that's why it's just like I feel like I have so much that I've been through. Like literally my kid's father was murdered and um it was it's been eight years now but we still living through it especially with my child that that's already suffering from depression you know what I'm saying and it's just so much I feel like people look on the outside and I don't share a lot and I can't believe I just shared all this it's you you just make people talk that's why you have a talk show I think you just make people talk (laughs) um God give me that gift thank you Lord Give me that gift. I don't, the gift of spill, <laughs> spill it because that's the gift he gave you. But you know, it, these little things that I'm learning, even from being on my platform. And like you said, even when I'm vulnerable, I get these emails that be like, Oh, me too. Me yeah. too. Or I was going through it. Or thank you for that show. Or I was experiencing that. And so even though I'm still growing my platform, I consider my platform small. I have like a thousand. um listeners I just started in January but I don't care if I only had five listeners and I was able to touch two of them yeah and that's what matters because a lot of time people are home thinking they're all alone and that's what I tell people like when I say dysfunctional relationship I'm like no relationship is perfect and all the people that come on the show we could always learn some something and it could help someone you don't know who was lying down crying themselves to sleep at night and heard something from your show and that could change their life I always tell people in one moment in one sentence in one word your whole entire life could change for the better Absolutely. Oh my God. So I was going to say, well, what would you, what advice would you give a person just overall in, in dealing with life and, and breakups and things like that? But I think you just summed it up. I think you just summed it up. That was so sound even for, cause I think that can relate to so many things in life that people go through. Yeah. Oh, and and people to, do need to remember too is like what the moment we're in right now, it, you like be present and be present in the moment. I take we take we constantly take so so many things for granted, you know. And while we're here, so if you, even if you complain about your relationship or your job or whatever the case might be, always remember how far you you've come. And I think we tend to forget that sometimes you're fighting to get a job, then you get a job two years later, you're complaining about a job, like remember how far you have come and with a good spirit be present in the moment and just keep going forward just have your goal before you and everything would follow oh thank you so much I'm so honored (laughs) I'm so honored that you agreed to be a guest on the show Miss Francois and your show tell them tell them how to find your show 
Well, first of all, you can find me on every social media outlet. So just once you put MSS Francois, believe me, I'm going to pop up. Or you could just definitely go to my website, www.missmssfrancois.com. And believe me, everything is there. I'm an open book. Feel and free to contact me. Is definitely sassy, honey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being a guest. Closed door conversations. Guys, I hope you enjoyed her. I absolutely enjoyed her. And follow her on her social medias. Tune into her talk show. And I'm, I'm going to have her back. She just don't know it yet. So <laughs> till next time. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations podcast. A place where no topic is off limits. No filters will be applied. And no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.